says here indoor and outdoor playgrounds. Indoor and outdoor playgrounds are canceled. In Cal Unicornia? Yeah, well, in our local area here. I'll be danged. So uh, uh, I'll see if uh, the kids are meeting at the park today. Kids can't play outdoors? Kids can't play outside at the playground. Yeah, that's just... And your science on that is... Did we come up with... Well, wait a second. There's science to show that kids being in school is not dangerous. That's inside a room. Right. If you mask and say difference, distance. How about if you're outside at a playground masked and saying distance? I got to believe that that is practically unheard of spreading the virus among children. Well, and when was the last time you heard any responsible authority say you will get COVID from a surface? Nobody. I think it's been since March. It's all airborne particles, isn't it? Almost entirely transmission. I haven't heard anybody talking about surfaces in ages. So uh, where we and if I'm wrong on that, please correct me. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Bars, wineries, and breweries, personal services. God, I've been to so many wineries where it's you, the owner, and one other person. Right. And you could be so far away in a giant room or do it outside if you wanted to. Anyway, uh, hair salons and barbershops, indoor-outdoor playgrounds, outdoor playgrounds, uh, personal care services. I don't know what that is. Is that a... My manscaping, mostly. <laughs> Is that, rub, is that the rub and tugs? Is that what they're talking Don't about? Don't stop it. No, it might be massage therapists and that sort of thing. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, Eyebrow what said, waxing. what I said, massage therapists. Is that a different thing? You're a perv. Um, you have impugned an entire industry of good people and called them sex workers. Talk you to, should be deeply ashamed. Talk to Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots. That well, was that, one place. That was a hoatorium. That was that was a, a house of ill repute. Your local massage envy is not that. Okay. How about the places uh, that are open all night long? They just uh, serve people who are third shift or hookers. Those are hookers. That's my point. What do you? Why don't you call like firefighters, prostitutes next, or grocery workers, or prostitutes in Jack's world? What's the matter with you? My God, man! I'm beginning to question the First Amendment. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're a new listener. You don't know who Nigel Rotund is. He was a correspondent from uh, from Great Britain that we used to have on the show regularly. Heavy set uh, British bloke. Yeah. He looked a lot like Joe. <laughs> if you watch the videos, but fatter and more British. He put out a Christmas album. Was it ten years ago now? Yes. Is that, that not ago? shocking? And it was put together. the The video was put together by an actual filmmaker, so it's really, really good. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Uh, so we'll have some of that coming up. Yeah, we'll play some of that later this hour. Just, just for the record, I voted against this. <laughs> But I was outvoted, and I uh, prize our democratic process here at the Armstrong and Getty Show. But before we get to any of that, we need to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. A horse submerged in raw sewage is also known as an Arby's beef and cheddar. Arby's, we eat the horse. The house was like, all those opposed say nay, all those in favor say cool. Yeah, whatever, man. We realized that the so-called sound barrier really restricted us from going any faster. And once we got the F1 above the speed of sound and smoked on out to Mach 2 and then beyond, so we realized, hey, this opens up the whole universe for us. You broke into a bank for a hot pocket. Hot pocket. Hot, hot pocket. pocket. Was it worth it? Hell yeah, it's worth it. A hot pocket? Hell yeah. <laughs> 
you know, mm-hmm. but small businesses, we are destitute. I mean, I went above and beyond and I, I spent sixty to $80,000 doing everything that they wanted. Of course, it being Britain, they give you a shot in the other arm, which they call a lorry, and it's administered with a spoonful of sugar. Though he was a real drama queen about getting it. Is this a dagger which I see before me? The wrath of Mark. You lying creep. Which I've warmed in the micro <laughs> One of the stranger cows of recent months. <laughs> it's pretty much 2020. Hmm. Why is the vaccine not available in the United States like it is in Canada and Great Britain? I have not heard a good explanation for that. And it's the metric system. Why Why doesn't the media ask? I just, I would, if I was a journalist and I was talking to somebody, I'd say, so Canada and Great Britain's got it already. How come, how come we don't? What's the delay? What's the delay? You proved it last night. Why does it take till Tuesday before they start jabbing people in the arm? And there I, might be a perfectly good reason, but I'd like to hear what it is. Well, right. Now, I know, excuse me, that that advisory board uh, gives their advisory to the FDA pros, and that's part of the FDA's decision-making. So it has to be ratified by the FDA itself. But you'd think they could have put out a little push notification, said, hey, everybody, show up at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. We got arms to jab. I mean, if people are dying 3,000 a day, you'd think they'd hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I and, and and as you point out, I haven't even heard the question asked, much less answered. I don't know why it took so long to have the meeting they had last night, where they approved it, and then when why? Okay, it's approved now. We it exists, and it's been approved, and it's been manufactured already. Right. Okay. Start start jabbing people. Yeah. Well, here here. I agree. If you know why, uh, text us four one five two nine five KFTC. A little earlier today, we found out that the uh, wife of the governor of Cal Unicornia, uh, Jennifer Jennifer Seibold Newsom, is a uh, producer of an utterly America-hating, super progressive uh, documentary, uh, in which she uh, just r- repeats all the uh, the distortions of the woke crowd. And it seems, uh, judging by the uh, the trailer, which is at ArmstrongandGetty.com, uh, seems to be uh, touting Antifa and black block and black lives matter and all those groups uh in raleigh north carolina meanwhile the wife of north carolina governor roy cooper uh, apologized thursday for bragging on facebook at flipping off an eight-year-old child who was waving a back the blue flag it was a back the blue pro-trump type rally and uh, she was caught on camera giving this little kid the finger from her car What's really weird, though, is she'd said on Facebook, uh, she described uh, the kid as uh, brainwashed for waving a back the blue flag and said that probably wasn't my best moment flipping off a child. But Yeah, uh, probably not. Wow. wow. Jeez. God, get a grip. Yeah, no kidding. Get a grip. There was a pitiful family group waving those flags by the Capitol today, says the wife of the freaking governor, Kristen Cooper. I flipped them off and told them to go home. Was flipping off a brainwashed kid my finest hour? Probably not, but I can live with it. A brainwashed kid. She's bragging about this on Facebook. Unreal. Man, you people who, who hate, you hate anybody who disagrees with you. You're sick. You really need uh, help. So in the world of pornography, the New York Times broke this story earlier this week, and now there has been a reaction. 
Oh, man, I've been weighing whether to bring this up on the show. It's so troubling. But go ahead. And I'd say, so I, they're calling it the biggest porn company in the world, Pornhub. It's a legit, or was a legit, well, I don't know. You you make the decision afterwards. But anyway. Well, it's like YouTube for porn. They just they host people posting and companies posting videos. Well, MasterCard and Visa have now said they won't allow you to use your MasterCard or, or Visa on Pornhub, which would be a huge blow to this multi-billion dollar business since 80% of people do their credit carding with Visa or MasterCard because it was found, and the New York Times did this report um, early in the week, Nicholas Kristof did the story, they found uh, videos of child abuse and rape, among other things, and it's just horrifying. Yeah, there's a whole category of videos of unconscious women oh and girls. God. So the question is, did Pornhub know this was on there and it's a lucrative enough market that they kind of just let that happen? Yes, would be the answer. You think that's the answer? Well, yeah. Or is I it mean, like Facebook where so many people are posting videos, you can't possibly keep up with all of them? Well, this is this is really troubling stuff, folks, and we'll keep oh, this I'd brief. Say. But And, you know, I, I hate trigger warnings, and I think it's hilarious how NPR always says, now, warning to some of our listeners that this is blah, blah, blah. But this actually oh, is yeah, yeah, tough yeah. to take. Yeah, yeah. And not for the kids or maybe even, even adults. Pornhub profited from a video of a naked woman being tortured by a gang of men in China. Oh, my God. It's a... It is monetizing video compilations with titles like Screaming Teen, Degraded Teen, and Extreme Choking, or She Can't Breathe. Oh, and, oh my and God. That, if you search on, they give a list of some of the terms you can search on. Uh, young, tiny teen, extra small, petite oh, teen, tiny oh, Asian yeah, teen, yeah, yeah, young yeah, yeah. girl, and there are underaged young girls being raped. Because they can't possibly give consent. And Pornhub knows what search terms are being used and what mm, videos they, they lead that's to. That's a decent point. Yeah. So if you can you know, search on extreme, extreme choking or degraded very young girl, Jesus. Sorry, folks, but they know they, they could stop that and they're not. Wouldn't it's disgusting. take a super complicated algorithm to... Uh flag all those videos yeah yeah i know it and listen i don't i don't care what you do with your own life i don't care who you bring a monkey to bed for all i care as long as you get what? the monkey's consent don't, don't bring a monkey to bed <laughs> yeah, adult you'll, monkey you'll end up with your unit torn off yeah but make sure the don't, monkey gives consent sean's advice is and i, I suppose he's speaking from experience <laughs> don't <laughs> bring a monkey to bed yeah the uh veering from the Sean was lucky, but it doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> you know, this is hilarious, but it's got to, you got to stop. All right? Serious. Um, Pornhub has made a statement, blah, 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 committed to combating child sexual, blah, blah, blah. But they really need to straighten up oh, and fly boy. right. So, yeah. okay, so Visa and MasterCard are out. I wonder, If they're out permanently, their business is hurt bad. Yeah. Like, like practically ended. Amex, where are you? Step up, fellas. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's just God, weren't they making enough money, though, hand over fist as being the biggest porn outlet in the world with regular porn without having to get into stuff that's going to, you know, ruin them? Yeah, I don't I don't. Why would you do that? I don't really get people who pay for porn at this point. Um, And I guess the the article says uh, it's it's free except for certain, you know, you can subscribe or get other content. Blah, blah, blah. So I guess that's what it is, because it's primarily a free site. God, I wouldn't think you'd want to ruin a, a, a legal business that society has decided is okay. 
Yeah, it's just, well, it's it's despicable. By and, getting and into again. something that nobody thinks is okay. Freaking nobody. Yeah, yeah. They need to come correct. Oh, well, I'd say so. Much yeah. lighter fare on the way as Nigel Rotund, um, uh, frequent guest, a fag, friend of Armstrong and Getty. And a British pop star, too. Exactly. Um, he put out a Christmas album 10 years ago, part of the show, and it's, it's a, we'll play a little of it for you coming up. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I won't go off on a rant about it because you're tired of hearing. I'm tired of saying it. We all know it. But I'm just looking at indoor dining will end in New York City on Monday. They're going to end indoor dining. Outdoor dining, of course, will continue. Of course it will. How can you have nine months in? New York says outdoor dining is fine. The entire state of California says, oh, no, it's a death trap. It's got to close. People can't make a living. How can that possibly exist? Those two widely different views of it. How well, does that they, even happen? The idiot governors involved would argue that, well, the outbreak's much hotter right now in California. New York's doing relatively well or whatever. But there's no data to support banning no. outdoor dining in either case. Well, it's bad enough that they're it's, it's picked back up enough that they're they're banning indoor dining in New York. So it's on the increase, obviously. Oh, and coming I up, I have get it. I have information on the whole ICU beds thing that is very, very interesting indeed. And you know, the theme is: look, if these things are necessary, if they're logical, if they're important, we will do them. But don't be manipulating us with half truths. You are breeding not cooperation but cynicism. So anyway, more to come. So this guy Nigel Rotunda, he started calling in the show from Great Britain years ago. He looks a lot like Joe. Yes. Uh, if um, you've seen the videos. But he put out a Christmas album. What was he originally? Just like every now and then if something in Britain was happening. He well, I, honestly, it, what it was born of is one day on the show I did. We were, I oh, can't remember. I remember. We were talking yeah, about I remember. something British, and I did a fat British guy voice. Fat! And, yeah, and, and, and your wife said it was her favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's fat British guy is his best voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, and then uh, we, we began to call him Nigel Rotund. And at the time, we were raising money play for... play on words. Uh, for <laughs> Thanks for putting that out. Uh, we were raising uh, money for the good folks at Fisher House, another great military charity. And, uh, and we put out those tracks. I think there was like a, a little fee to download them to raise money for Fisher House. But he did a Christmas album. Yeah, and it's uh, there are videos on YouTube, I think. Uh, yeah, the great uh, Matt Gray, Gray Family Films. Uh, we shot the videos for the songs. <laughs> and they're was, really well done, like very professionally done. The guy makes movies. So. Oh, Matt, Matt's terrific. Him. Your mom liked it? Yeah, she watched it yesterday and just was delighted by you, the whole thing. You said she had many questions. Let's, let's play a clip and then maybe you can hit us with a question. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas. Excuse me, I was chewing. And a Happy oh, yeah, New seemed Year. To drop some words I there. hear he's really big in England. We all know that Santa's coming. And Sid will be here. The tidings we bring to you and your kin. Glad tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
Now bring us a biggie pudding. Now bring us a biggie pudding. I'm not kidding. So bring it right here. Remember that part. <laughs> so uh, Food themed. So yes. bring it right here. Yes. Seemed to play upon the fact that he was a larger man a lot. Yes. I think yes. it was body shaming. It was okay 10 years ago. I got to tell you, I'm too woke for it now. Oh, good. For the record, that was a fat suit and uh, cotton in the cheeks. Was it? So, yeah. It, yes. Well, was it? It was 10 years ago, so I don't know. I don't remember. Um, your mom's questions? Uh, that actually answered one of oh, them. Okay. Well, first of all, her question was, was that Joe? <laughs> I said, I believe so. But since yes. that happened before my joining the show, uh. <laughs> you know more about it than I do at this point, Ma. Yeah, <laughs> Joe has a half brother lives in England. Long story: his dad was in the military. It's it's complicated. I remember there's one of the videos where I forcibly steal a candy cane from a child. All right, I can't remember uh, what was going on in that, but they're at ArmstrongandGetty.com for holiday, holiday classic, holiday classic, holiday cheer. Check it out. We'll have it linked at ArmstrongandGetty.com, uh, including the store and everything else that we need to know. We do have some COVID news for you. Including the all, everything that's going on right now is about uh, hospital beds and the lack thereof. ICU beds, that's right. We're dangerously short. How different is it from many other year? I have not been able to find like an annual tracker of those sort of things. I've been looking. Well, I have some information you might be interested in awesome. straight from hospital, hospital employees. Awesome. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Moving on, I don't know if you saw this, uh, a list was just released of 2020's most mispronounced words. Apparently the words most commonly mispronounced this year were Fauci, Carmela, and Da Vinci. And specifically the way that I say khakis. <laughs> Hello. Uh, there's a number of stories I feel like we got to tidy up before we get out of here for the week. So I'm trying to figure out where this number keeps coming from. Tucker mentioned the other night, Trump retweeted it, that something showed that 10% of Biden voters, if they had known of the Hunter Biden story before they voted, they would not have voted for Biden. Obviously, if that were true, Biden wouldn't have won. That the, the media outlets that suppressed the Hunter Biden story were right in keeping it, uh, Quiet, because they it was it was damaging to their guy. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that number, but if that's true, that's that's a big deal. The New York Post editorial page is out today saying that it's just it's clear as it ever was that they specifically suppressed the story to help a particular person win the election. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'll try to dig into that. Uh, as long as we're talking about politics, I have some uh, ICU bed information in a second or two. But this was uh, really interesting. It was posted to Reddit. Um, you could win. The presidency just by winning eleven counties. Now, if we didn't have the electoral college, uh, no, with even the electoral with college. the electoral college, okay, yep, exactly. Um, now, this uh, there are some assumptions that are uh, fairly unrealistic. Or you'd have to get every vote. Yeah, you have to get every single vote in uh, the eleven counties, which include L.A. County, uh, Cook County, Illinois, Wayne County, Michigan. There's a county in Ohio, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, Florida, uh, Harris County, Texas, where Houston is. If you got every single vote in those counties and then the other person won just okay. 50% plus one vote in every other county in America, 
but you would still win the presidency. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, you would you would be crushed, crushed in the popular vote. Um, by <laughs> tell that to my desk in the Oval Office. Exactly. <laughs> tell the Secret Service guy that as he leads you out. Yuck, 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 yuck. But you would win the Electoral College with 270 votes. I thought that was kind of uh, interesting. So nobody had won Florida and Ohio and not ended up president since Kennedy in 1960, and that was a very, very close contested election. Oh, right. It's right, almost right. impossible. It, well, it was more or less thought impossible. That if you uh, that you could pull that off, but Trump did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. On a totally different topic, um, a doctor friend has been in touch, and uh, uh, the good doctor spoke to two hospital nurses yesterday who said, "I see." And this is in a part of the country that is in lockdown. Okay, it's in Cal Unicornia. They said ICU capacity at their hospital is the same as what it usually is, and the vast majority of patients are not uh, COVID patients. Uh, there are seventy nine. ICU cases of COVID. Well, just a little background on this, as we've been talking about. The New York Times told me about this. I didn't hear it from anybody in in in, in the state, which I should have. That California has less hospital beds per capita than practically every other state and practically all the other first world countries, even as the richest state in the richest country. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you start there, and then you got to think. Well, you wouldn't have a heck of a lot more beds than you're ever going to need most of the time anyway, just from a financial standpoint. Right. That's correct. And and don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying I understand that you have to have a certain amount of headroom in terms of available ICU beds, because if you if you don't tap the brakes until they're full, then you have a serious problem. Sure. So I get that. But the actual numbers are pretty interesting. Um, in this county in California, 79 COVID ICU cases and 542 ICU beds. There are 439 ICU beds in, in use. So it's 440 out of 540, which doesn't sound like a crisis to me. And the doctor friend said, uh, using ICU capacity as a metric is a clever idea because the public is less likely to revolt, mm. but there's minimal supporting data. Interesting. Uh, Especially if the threshold they set is about what it typically tends to be. Yeah, 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 exactly. Precisely. One nurse told me they are regularly at 95% capacity. The other told me 85 is normal at her place. Makes financial sense. Empty IVU beds are pricey. Um, You know, I don't know exactly how to deal with this going forward in case China leashes another pandemic on the world. Um, But uh, we got to be better at it. Because a non-crisis is now being portrayed as a crisis in ICU beds. And and if if it is really a crisis, somebody needs to explain it to me. Sure. I get it. Uh, Justin Bieber posts sexy photo of Haley Baldwin in a string bikini. That's his wife. That reminds me of... Uh, posting sexy pictures of your wife. I guess they're in show business. I guess, yeah. But uh thing that happens a lot uh, with your celebs. Yeah. And they always yeah, act like it's, it's kind of like an accident or like they didn't have any choice. I'm on vacation, so I guess I better well, pose like this and hardly anything. Well, yeah, <laughs> when attractive people post pictures, they are by default a sexy picture. Yeah. Well, yeah, very in a string bikini is a little extra sexy. but well, I got yeah. an ad from Levi's the other day, and it was they called her Haley Bieber in that ad. Um Haley Bieber uh, shows the new jeans from Levi's, and I said, oh, that's interesting. So Justin Bieber's wife 
is modeling jeans for the ad for Levi's in my email feed. Right. Hmm. And her career is now, I am a hot girl influencer, etc. So it's brand building to post a picture of her in her string bikini. And there's a lot of money in that if you rise to the top of it. Yeah. Yeah. So they tell me from soft ads. It'd be an interesting gig. I was reading about some Instagram influencer. I don't know any of these people's names, but she was talking about what her diet is. Oh, she had just got recently gotten some uh, sculpting. So she's hit like 25. So like, you know, you're on the downhill side of of uh, uh, what God gave you. It's going to start drifting away little by little. So she had to actually go under the knife to keep things the way they were when she was 21. At age 25? Yeah, well. Oh, that's crazy. Well, I think so. But if that's what you do for a living, and just the same diet and workout regimen was not keeping your abs completely ripped like it yeah. was before, which is what happens as you get older. So it's like a pitcher getting Tommy John surgery. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? I guess. That still strikes me or as you're insane. But forty-year-old outfielder, and you decide I need to start juicing. And then I've said many times I probably would have. Yeah. You go. Squeeze a couple more years out of the career. Exactly. Everybody's cheating. Everybody's getting sculpting, whatever that's, whatever that, that sounds painful. I know a lot of people want this, but I feel like if I had flat abs, my day would be exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be wearing a lot fewer shirts. My to-do list today would be very similar if I had flat abs than if I had what I've got right now. I'm not sure it would change that much. Well, your day would include working out a lot because they go away in a hurry from what I understand. Now, even if you just gave them to me and you get them for the day. I don't know how I'd take advantage wow. of it. I'd be showing everybody. It's hey, poss- look at this. It's, it's possible my wife would be pleased that if I, you know, hey, look at this. But great I'm not, abs. I'm not sure day. she's got time for that anyway. Yeah, it's great. So did you get the bathroom guy in yet? Because we need to get the tile finished. No, <laughs> but look at this. Watch you know what? when I flex. I, I'd go up, I would go around all day wearing a T-shirt, a white T-shirt with a cup of coffee, and I'd spill it. Oh, damn it. Look at that. And I'd peel it off just everywhere I went. <laughs> Spill coffee all day long in front of the ladies. How embarrassing. Let me just take this off. Yeah. Mm. See, like I'm saying, I'm not sure what it would I'd add be, to my life that I'd much. Be shaved as smooth as a dolphin. <laughs> Needless to say, and always oiled up. I would just always have baby oil on me. Everywhere I went. You'd probably, you know, slip down to your floorboards driving your car if you're that slippery, but Probably not a great idea. I haven't really thought it through. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to dream, right? Sure. Sure, it'd just be fantastic. What a dream. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll try to finish strong with some news of the day or whimsical comments. One or the other. <laughs> On the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Big Facebook news. No, your old friends from camp haven't stopped being mad that you didn't show up to the Zoom reunion. It's that yesterday, the U.S. government and 48 attorneys general filed antitrust lawsuits against Facebook, calling it an illegal monopoly. Yes, it's just like Monopoly, except every time you pass go, instead of getting $200, Zuckerberg sells your data to a Moldovan spam farm. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the phrase Moldovan spam farm. Yeah, Yeah, pretty good. That's good stuff. Uh, Airbnb debuted this week in their IPO, and DoorDash also. Airbnb at $101 billion, DoorDash at $66 billion. 
<laughs> and list this person. Who's Brian Sozi, editor-at-large at Oh, I, what? I think it was a market he watch. He said this may things. end badly quickly. I would not invest in an IPO of a business that is thriving because of COVID. Especially because no DoorDash is not made to profit. Now, I realize they said that about Amazon for years, so I'm a little uh, circumspect about chuckling at these idiots don't even make a profit. They've also said that about an, an, a gazillion other businesses that, that never made a profit. Yeah, that then went under. Yeah. Petfood.com. Oh, a good one. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a little bit of the, the new, and I will use this term just kind of generally, the Robin Hood investor. Um, so people who are not that savvy with the IPO cycle – not really understanding what happens with IPOs, and they use uh, market order prices, which means where, wherever your your purchase is in the queue, when it goes through, you have agreed to purchase the stock at whatever the market has deemed the prices at that point, as opposed to saying... It's I like wanna... buying a lobster. Yeah, market it, it, prices. As opposed to saying, <laughs> I will buy this this stock up to a certain price, and then, right. then I won't. Um, so I think people know that these things are, are debuting on a given day. And so then they do their orders like they've done all their other orders, which are just whatever the market is. And then it, it comes out at these incredible multiples of what the company, quote-unquote, should actually be evaluated at. I hope that made sense. The, yeah, I think it did. The, uh, the IPO is like the hot toy of the day. Yeah. You think you're buying it at retail, but you're getting it from eBay. But I, God, I would absolutely think if it if it if it's doing really well because of COVID and might come back to earth, I might want to take a look at it. DoorDash valued at sixty six billion dollars, which is more than Burger King and Popeyes restaurant brands eighteen point six billion dollar market value. It's hard to believe that DoorDash is worth more than those established uh, businesses by a lot. Uh, it. it- it definitely has potential, and again, the Amazon uh, experience is is informing my opinion here. But I just I I don't get why that would be successful without COVID. I mean, it's thrived during COVID. It still won't make a profit. Uh, same with Uber Eats. The rest of it, I just I don't know. Oh well. Uh, I was going to talk about how uh, Black hey, do you Lives. Do, do you do yes? better? Do you do better with Uber Eats or DoorDash than just having the pizza place deliver? What do people uh, usually choose on that? I'm the last guy in the world to ask. Sean, do you know? Uh, well, DoorDash is essentially just opens up. If you're going to get a pizza, it's unlikely you're going to go through DoorDash because pizza chains already have the mechanism of delivery kind of baked into their their business model. What this did baked was in. was open yeah, up get it. different <laughs> sorts of food to Sure, yeah, I get that, yeah. but I got a pizza delivered the other day, and it came, and it was all squished down in one side of the box, and I didn't open it before they left. So I called the place and complained. They gave me the entire refund, which I really appreciate. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they that's kept a... me coming back because I'd have never ordered a pizza from there again otherwise. But it was good all, customer relations. It was like it had been sitting upright, like vertical, <laughs> the entire drive over. Everything was just in a ball on one Your driver, side. like street racing on his way to do <laughs> drifting around the corners. You know, I've changed my mind. That uh, pizza joint is stupid. They should have told you, hey, it's a calzone. Eat it. Quit complaining. <laughs> The ingredients are still the same. What's the matter, you? It's a different shape. Chew it up. Wrong it's going to be Cl- all full. Of, it's going to be mixed up with spit and chewed up in about five minutes. Quit exactly. your bitching. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was going to talk about how Black Lives Matter is getting uh, di- uh, disconcerted and, and unhappy because all the woke white people who are coming into it are not down with Marxism or are just lamos or diluting the message or the rest of it. But 
I'm not going to talk about that because I've just become aware that the cannonball run is a real thing and it's still going on. Oh, I knew it was a real thing. I didn't know it was still going on. The movie The Cannonball Run that came out in the 80s, I think. But uh, Yeah, they're still breaking records. Yeah. Jack, the rules are simple. Drivers start in Manhattan at the Red Ball Garage. I'm tempted to make a bad joke, but I won't. On East 31st Street and finish at the Portofino Hotel in Redondo Beach, California. What happens in between is up to them. Not surprisingly, the race requires an almost astonishing and endlessly creative disregard for traffic laws. Just like happened with <laughs> Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise. <laughs> Over the decades, and teams Terry been... Bradshaw and Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and a young Jackie Chan. Oh, a young Jackie Chan? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. I love Jackie Chan. And then some hotties of the 80s, too. I don't remember which hotties. Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing big hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, huge Barely hair. fit in their Ferrari. <laughs> or their shorts. Dean yeah. Martin. Dean uh, Martin. Dean Martin. Didn't uh, Sammy Davis uh, end up in drag at some point or dressed as a nun recall. or something? Yeah. Not cool. Canceled. Uh, <laughs> over the decades, teams have been chipping away at the time needed to cover the 2,800 miles, cutting the record by nearly 10 hours since 1971. Until it rested at 27 hours and 25 minutes Whoa, that's to go not coast easy to, to do. coast. That's and not the, easy to do. I the, drove halfway across the country one time straight without stopping. In, uh, but it took me 17 hours. Yeah. To go halfway, so I, I wouldn't even come close to winning that thing. Well, they uh, they are uh, giving the experiences of this guy named Fred. Well, they give his last name. Fred Ashmore is his name. He's just outside Needles, California. And, um, Good place to be if you like hot. Yeah, well, he was On a tired. Day, you can see the back of your own head. He was tired to the point of uh, being almost delusional. Um, it was about 1 a.m. He'd been at the wheel for almost 24 hours, rocketing west at speeds well over 100 miles per hour. He'd hit 159 <sighs> at one point, which he uh, discovered was his Mustang GT's top speed. And then it, it says he could see flash of brake lights ahead, rivers of travels, travelers funneling into a slow-moving line. and. So, you know, we ought to post this whole article because it's crazy. That'd be fun. I'd do that. I would not do that. That might be on my bucket list. Give myself a fast car. Me and my son do it. Kind of a father-son thing when he gets older. He'd be your little Sammy Davis Jr. (laughs) Exactly. I don't want the show to be over, but I am ready. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. And as it turns out the week, Michelangelo in the control room, Michael. I was uh, disappointed that the Pro Bowl was canceled this year, but this will make up for it this weekend. Recipe for seduction on Lifetime. Mario (laughs) Lopez as Colonel Sanders. Does that debut at noon today? Uh, Sunday, I believe. Sunday. Sunday, okay. The sexy Colonel Sanders movie, finally. Positive Sean, final thought? Yes, only a couple more uh, episodes of this season of The Mandalorian, but I am buoyed by the fact that uh, Disney announced there will be no shortage of Star Wars and or Marvel content going forward. I will be discussing the things I am most looking forward from the event announced yesterday on my One More Thing podcast later today. Glad to hear you're buoyed. Jack, a final thought? Christmas is two weeks from today. Anybody getting the Christmas sweats like I am as you're trying to uh, figure out how to get various items? The stores aren't open. They're out of things, and shipping is impossible because everything in America gets shipped nowadays. It is going to be a dicey Christmas. 
My final thought is also about the cannonball run. It was birthed in 1971 by a uh, libertarian-type guy who hated the coming 55-mile-per-hour mm. speed limit. I get that. And all that stuff, and, and he wanted to prove that people could travel safely at highway on highways at higher speeds. My kids can't believe that when I got my driver's license, it was 55 miles an hour everywhere in the country. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Thank you, Jimmy Carter, or whoever brought it to us. I think it was earlier than that, but I don't remember. I'm just glad it's over. 55. Long stretches of straight interstate with no traffic. I hit 55 going down my driveway. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. That's a school zone speed right there. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of great uh, content for you. The hot link section is good. The articles, the uh, videos we talked about, you can buy A&G swag. Email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, etc. There is a ton of stuff at the website today, way more than usual. Yeah. yeah. Plenty to get you through the weekend, I think. We will see you on Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Mount Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Armstrong and Getty.